Hello, everyone. It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 165, season seven. And today's date is September 24th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's program, I will talk about the radio station WDAI-FM 94.7 in Chicago. Also, the 60th anniversary of the television Anime, animated television series, excuse me, The Jetsons. And uh, third, I will talk about forgotten soft drinks from the 1970s. Uh, these are soft drinks I remember growing up at that time. Okay. So right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Digel Antacid. I remember this product very well. And here's a commercial from 1978. And uh, so sit back and enjoy, everyone. And I'll be right back. Thank you. I like pickles, but they don't like me. Send your stomach some Digel. I like pizza, but it doesn't like me. Send your stomach some Digel. Digel's special combination of antacid and anti-gas ingredients gives you fast, gentle relief from acid indigestion, heartburn, and gas in just minutes. I like hot dogs, but they don't like me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope... You enjoyed the commercial for Digel Antacid. Uh, I used this product uh, a long time ago uh, because, uh, you know, I've had, like most people, gas and, you know, heartburn like that. I I don't see it anymore in the stores. Uh, I don't know. They discontinued. I checked online to see if it's available. Uh, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell. But... uh, this this helped with acid reflux because my brother has that and uh, very bad. And, uh, you know, he's trying to, you know, try to have, get cured by that. Well, I don't think there is a cure, but uh, there's like medicine. So, you know, he used to eat fast or in a, like most people. If, like I did that, too. When you're at a job and you're in a hurry and you eat fast, you know, and if it's something spicy that affects your esophagus and it's awful so um once i stopped eating fast and eating at a normal pace it went away you know i don't uh, have that anymore i used to take tomes a lot when i was working at my job but not anymore so uh hopefully my brother will get better you know does. so i'm gonna talk to him this week and see how he's doing as for Digel, you know uh that commercial it says they don't like me it's the food they don't like <laughs> So like, so if you have a trouble, you know, with heartburn, acid indigestion, you either take the Tums or a Rolaids, you know, and they really help a lot. Okay. At the beginning of the program, 
I said I was going to talk about uh, three things. One for the uh, radio station, WDAI-FM 94.7, the radio station. Also, the 60th anniversary of the TV series The Jetsons, uh, and also Forgotten Soft Drinks of the 1970s. Uh, Before I get started, I want to uh, say a couple things. Uh, During the week... uh, on my on my Van Chicago and Facebook page, some a uh, p- couple comments uh, that people mentioned. They uh, one was, uh, "Why don't you do something unique when you talk about your podcast?" You know, I do do I do do that. You know, but sometimes you know, if you, my memories of like watching television or buying a certain product, that's uh, part of Chicago history, even though it's you know. That's uh, that's done all over the country. So um, so I do a little variety of that. You know, I mentioned to someone. I hope he understands. <laughs> you know, but I only heard one complaint. You know, or just a couple, not not much over the years. So that's no big deal. Another one, I get that once in a while, but it's uh, I find it a little irritating that it. It's family Chicago, but why are you talking? Why don't you just talk about Chicago and the city? And I said, no, Chicagoland covers the suburbs and the city. That's what it's called. You know, if I did Van Chicago, you know, I could do that, but you know, there's other businesses and uh, events and things that disappeared over the years and it includes the suburbs. So, you know, so I just don't want to leave that out. That wouldn't be fair to people. So they don't get it sometimes. <laughs> you know, I apologize for that, but that's the way it is. You know, so uh, I just do what I want to do. Yeah, if you don't like it, sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we go. I'm going to talk about the Jetsons, uh, the animated TV series. And uh, it's one of my favorite shows. And... Uh, so here's a little history of that. Uh, it aired in prime time and it, uh, on ABC, which would be, uh, at the time, WBKB, not WLS. That came in 68 or something like that. And it premiered on September 23rd, 1962, and uh, ended uh, their first run on March 17, 1963. And then it aired in syndication. And it's was uh it aired it was like i love lucy it just continue airing over and over and over again and uh it was uh broadcast in color uh i heard somewhere and when the flintstones premiered in 1960 the first two seasons were broadcast in black and white at first and then when it syndicated then it became the color um, i think that's what happened but actually i think the jetsons were first and uh, like I said before, it ends syndication first on the ABC, like at Saturday mornings, and then it went to CBS, and which is Channel Two in Chicago, and then NBC, which was on Channel Five. That was on for a long time, and uh, it was created by Hanna Barbera, and it was like the Flintstones in the Space Age. That's what it is. So the Jetsons lived in a city called Orbit City. Um, I don't hear that city mentioned. When you watch the Flintstones, they mention Bedrock a lot, but not, not Orbit City. Not really. And they, uh, George Jetson and his family, which was Jane Jetson, Judy Jetson, Elroy Jetson, <laughs> and Astro. 
did like that. And they lived in a, a, called the Skypad Apartments. And uh, they also uh, the other uh, in the supporting cast was Rosie the Robot. I remember she was, uh, and also there was Henry the, the uh, maintenance guy. He was like a janitor of the building. He was there, and also George Jetson's boss, Mister Spacely. <laughs> he was a gr- he was a crabby man. <laughs> That's what he was. So. It, uh, it was very futuristic at the time. So they had, um, you know, like the spaceships, you know, like that. And then they fly and all that. Or they had like conveyor belts, like, uh, you know, that you travel to one place or the other. And uh, if you want something to eat, you would push a button, pop. If you want some meat, pop. If you want some dessert, pop. it come out. So you push a button and you say, so uh, I remember one episode with Jane Judson was tired of pushing buttons and she had some sort of uh, ailment and then she went to the doctor. No, you have some, you push too many buttons. You got to relax. <laughs> she gets tired of pushing buttons. <laughs> also, when they communicate, uh, they didn't have the telephone. They uh, talk on a TV screen, which today is like FaceTime <laughs> on, your, on your iPad or your desktop or your phone. So, you know, a, a lot. that's very interesting. But this came out in 62, so that's, that's funny like that. I used to watch the show a lot. Uh, let's see. I don't know if it aired on WGN. I think it did. or channel, But I know it aired on Channel 32 and WFLD, WFLD TV in Chicago. And then it went on to Channel 50 or, or whatever, Channel 66. or uh, The show... It's on DVD. I bought it, and I still have it. I haven't bought the Blu-ray yet. Blu-ray DVD. I heard it's gorgeous, so I want to see that or buy it for myself. We'll see about that. So it was a great show. I like it enough. So happy 60th anniversary to the Jetsons. We got a lot of TV shows for 60 years. I know one. A couple are coming up next week. Uh, One is the Beverly Hillbillies. I might talk about that. And also The Lucy Show, starring Lucille Ball. So that's next week. Yeah. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about the uh, Forgotten Soft Drinks of the 1970s. And uh, there are a couple uh, that I remember that they don't make anymore. And there are a couple that stood out the most. One, One was Knee High. And I used to see that was uh that product was around for a long time, and I don't see it anymore. And I remember the commercials; they had orange grape, uh, maybe they made root beer, probably. And uh, I think it was made in Chicago, I believe. You know, and uh, there are others that they're still here; they're still around, but you don't see them much. Like, for example, Hires root beer. Dad's root beer made here. I think it's, yeah. And also, uh, there was a soft drink. I don't think it was made in Chicago, manufactured in Chicago. Excuse me. It was in Wisconsin. It was called Jolly Good. And uh, my mother bought that. And I remember that. It was pretty good soda. And there was also called Howdy Cola. I think it was made in Chicago. And I remember 
When we lived in the Ashburn neighborhood, my mom shopped at the store called Wiseway, and that was located on Columbus Avenue near the Zare store and the Double Double Drive-In Theater. And uh, she bought that soft drink. It's pretty good. Like that. Let's see what else. Uh, one was Tab Cola. <laughs> They stopped that. That was announced last year. They they discontinued, but it was all it was around from the sixties and seventies with the pink can. Some people loved it. Some people hated the taste. I tolerated it. I drank that. And one soft drink a lot of people forgot was Team, and that's spelled with two e's. Not it was T E M, not T E A M, and it was like a lemon lime. Uh, Soda by the Pepsi Cola uh, uh, family. <laughs> you know, I've had that, and uh, that was very interesting. So it was a big hit in the 60s, and then it just went away. And I think uh, they had Sprite. Uh, but Sprite is still around. But Team, they discontinued, I think, in the 80s. But it's still sold in other countries. You know, like, I believe, India, Bangladesh, around there. So. Um, and last soft drink I remember was Pepsi Light. <laughs> this came around about 75, 76. Uh, it's a, an alternative to Diet Pepsi. Only they added a lemony flavor on that. in that. Excuse me. And I remember my mother bought that one time. And she bought it in bottles. You know, the uh, eight-pack or six-pack bottles. And, yeah, I think it was eight-pack. She bought it at Jewel, which uh, at the time, the Jewel was located at Fort City uh, Mall next door to Turnstile in the 70s. And uh, when Turnstile closed, then Venture moved in, and then that Jewel closed as well. That that one closed as well. But we had a Jewel at 84th and Pulaski, and that, that's gone now. And... Uh, so I remember the Pepsi Light and I remember the commercials and I tried it and it was uh, not bad. You know, it had that lemony flavor, but it was, it was a strange drink like that. So here's a commercial for Pepsi Light from 1976. And I think it was the introduction of this product. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone. Until now, you had to choose between good taste and low calories. Until now. The time is right for Pepsi Light. Lemony, Pepsi Light. We put a little lemony taste in and took out half the calories. Refreshing Pepsi Light. The cola with a lemony taste in and half the calories of regular colas out. We put a little lemony taste in and took out half the calories. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you like the uh, commercial for Pepsi Light. Um, it's had, it, the labeling had it was very distinctive. It had uh, like a slice of lemon and said sugar-free, and it was blue. So uh, I saw that at vending machines at the time. And I think when I went to Bogan High School, I think they had it uh, there. Uh, they had it if you want a can. Um, a lot of people didn't drink it. <laughs> I was afraid to buy it like that. And it, that product lasted about eh, probably the early 80s, 
maybe 80, 81. I don't know. Just uh, it was gone. I'm not sure, but uh, I didn't see it after that. And uh, so uh, let's see. So because um, that was a very unusual product because today's uh, soft drinks are more flavors than ever. Uh, I know Coke made vanilla Coke. They, uh, they have cherry Coke. That's been around for a while, which I like. Um, so you have vanilla Coke, orange Coke, I think. <laughs> and then Pepsi got into the band with all these flavors, vanilla, you know. Like so uh, you have a variety to choose from, whatever is whatever tickles your fancy. <laughs> And uh, so I think Coke, Coca-Cola made lemon. I think they did one time. I think it was like in the 2000s, something like that. So another uh, soft drink went into oblivion, just like my uh, podcast on TV, TV Oblivion, the podcast. But that was TV shows. Okay. All right. Uh, last but not least, I will talk about uh, the radio station WDAI FM 94.7 in Chicago. And this is, has a very interesting history of this uh, radio station. So, uh, did some research on that. And, uh, you know, I'll touch on that uh, some. And then, you know, I remember my memories of that. So, here we go. Um, it was WLS before on FM. I was there for a long time, and uh, they changed the format. Uh, before that, it was called uh, the uh, the you know WLS Love Stereo, like that. <laughs> but in early 1971, that changed, and they went into progressive rock, and I'm glad about that. But I didn't listen much to WLS FM. I listened to WLS. Hey, I'm 890. And I listened to Bob Surratt. Uh, he's still on the radio on WGN. Wonderful guy. And uh, I used to, you know, if I ever meet him, I'll tell him, you know, I listen to your radio. I'll make him feel old, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> so uh, that's that happened in 1969 in September. But it was still WSFM. They changed the call letters to from that to WDA. I, and that happened in early early 1971, and uh, so, uh, a couple of disc jockeys were there. Were also Mitch Michaels, you remember from the Loop? Uh, I'm friends with him on Facebook. He's a nice man, and John Platt. And uh, then uh, they hired uh, other people, and there was a, a DJ. His name was Jim Kerr. I remember him. You know, he's on Facebook. Yeah. And also, he d he hosted it in the mornings. And Dave da Dave Van Dyke, not Dick Van Dyke, uh, did the afternoon. And uh, in uh, ABC, which owned the stations, they screwed up. They were going to call, um, let's see, uh, WDI was supposed to be the call letters for in Detroit, standing for Detroit Auto Industry, but no. <laughs> so Detroit got uh, something else, and uh, so the rest is history for that. So it's stuck. So that's okay. And others in the staff, uh, 
Not, no, that's about it for at that time, you know. And uh, those guys lasted, like Mitch Michaels and uh, Jim Kerr and Dave Van Dyke. These lasted until like in the mid seventies, and then all of a sudden, uh, they hired Steve Dahl in nineteen seventy-eight. He came from Detroit, and uh, you know, I first heard him. I think I no, I first heard him on the Loop before that, and then. But he's he's got a good voice, you know. He's uh, he's wonderful, and uh, then all of a sudden in 1978, everything changed, and uh, the format that is of the radio station, and it, it became from progressive rock to disco, and I remember this very well. Oh boy! <laughs> and when the format changed, Steve Dahl was fired. And then he moved over to WLUP FM 98. And I'm glad he did. You know, that's when I started listening to him and with Gary Meyer, uh, during my high school years at Bogan high school. And, uh, I love that. I love the radio station back then. And, uh, according to some sources, Steve Dahl was uh, very, very upset. <laughs> it's very well angry to be, the, uh, if you want to say, if I say so. So, uh, you know, uh, he didn't like the format of disco. I don't know if he still does to this day. I don't know. You know, but we know what happened after that. So he started a campaign and uh, did the Disco Sucks campaign. And he wanted to, like, he wanted to demolish the W and that radio state. I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of silly. <laughs> So uh, they organized something, and it was Disco Demolition Derby in August of 1979. And you know, you know the story about that. So uh, I won't talk about that. Um, I don't know if I did speak about that. I don't think so on a podcast. Maybe someday. And uh, believe it or not, uh, when that happened, I was not in Chicago. I was in Greece with my family on vacation. And I had no clue until I returned you know, that at the end of August and kids from my neighborhood explained, and there were a lot of kids from my class at Bogan went there. And, uh, you know, something they, uh, didn't really work because, uh, WDI had good ratings and it did very well. And the disco craze was nuts. They really were going nuts with that. And, uh, Let's see. So some of the D DJs were hired. Uh, they did mixes like that. And uh, one famous one, was, his name was Lou DeVito. And he did that. And uh, the others were Peter Lewicki, Scott Adams, Char Charlie De Giovanni, and Kenny Jason. And uh, uh, Louis DeVito was the first uh, Chicago disc jockey to mix uh, to have his mix play on the radio he did that and he also entertained a discotheque <laughs> and i think there was one discotheque called the galaxy uh, in addison illinois i remember that and uh, also the prime and tender there was that club that was at 63rd street on south harlem avenue in summit i went there once but i went in the 80s not in the 70s <laughs> that was different different music back then but they had disco at the time and uh some people liked it some people don't you know 
the radio station uh, WDA when with disco they featured a lot of uh, popular artists at the time: the Bee Gees, Donna Summer, uh, the Tramps, uh, a lot of music from Saturday Night Fever, and uh, okay, Peter Brown. You know, Dance with Me. Yeah. I, I I have a guilty picture. I love the songs, I really do, but you know, I don't want to admit the people. <laughs> I like all music practically. Okay, so right now I'm going to play a clip. It's a radio clip from WDAI, and it's the Disco Countdown from August 1979, and it featured uh, DJ Danae Alexander, and you know she has a lovely voice. And so here's a clip of that, and then when I come back, I'll talk about uh, about her and. Uh, a little more memories about the radio station, of the radio station and what happened to to that afterwards. So sit back and enjoy. Thanks, everyone. It's number five this week on WDAI Chicago Disco Countdown. If you remember, it's been number one for about, oh, what, three or four weeks. Wait till you see what, uh, where the number one, uh, the number four song, pardon me, jumped up from. That's not surprising, though. We'll get to it in just moments. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that segment. Uh, that's how it was back then. It- at the radio station WDAI when they had the disco format. And that was Danae Alexander, the DJ. Uh, like I said before, she has a beautiful voice and a beautiful speaking voice. And then later on, she was a DJ at WNUA 95 FM, Smooth Jazz. You know, I listened to her. You know, I don't know what she's doing now. I don't know. <laughs> I think she retired or uh, oh, she's doing well like that. And uh, then everything changed after that. <laughs> Disco died. And uh, because uh, fads come and go, dances come and go, music comes and go, that's how it is. And then uh, by the spring of 1980, the the station uh, changed their format again. And it became a uh, top 40 oldies mix. And they changed the call water, call weather, call letters, excuse me, from WDAI to WRCK. And uh, I remember this very well. I was about, uh, let's say, uh, a junior in high school. I remember the commercials on the radio. I remember on the on TV. And they play that. You can uh, catch it on YouTube if you like. And uh, they hired uh, Bob Surratt. To do that, and uh, he didn't start right away because he had to wait, um, you know, because of his contract. But he, and then uh, he only worked at the radio station for a very short time, and then he went into television, and uh, you know, he became an anchor man. You know, I remember on channel uh, channel two WBBM, also on uh, WMAQ and channel five, also on Fox thirty two WFLD. 
And uh, then uh, WRCK became WLSFM. Back to the old format. <laughs> it was a roller coaster <laughs> like that. And uh, it's it's it, it's funny like that. And uh, some of them still, you know, some of them still. You know the music is uh, very interesting, like that. You know because uh, I listen, I listen to the disco format for a while, and uh, sometimes WLSAM did play disco. They played like top forty hits, like that. But uh, but WDAI when they had the disco format from seven, you know, from seventy eight to nineteen eighty, it was all disco. That's it. Even they played like artists very. Uh, very obscure, very yeah, you know, that you never heard of. You have to dig in, go find YouTube and find uh, artists, you know, and play their videos, which is kind of interesting, like that. Okay, and so um, sometimes I post uh, like uh, the music surveys from my Van and uh, Facebook page, and I found a couple, and they posted on uh, certain groups. WDAI has a Facebook group. I haven't joined yet. It's a private group, and they probably have a lot of memorabilia, and probably the staff that used to work there, maybe they're members. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Okay. Uh, So that'll be all for today. Uh, I'll do a quick recap of the show. I talked about the uh, 60th anniversary of the Anime TV series The Jetsons, also forgotten uh, soft drinks from the 1970s. And last, I talk about WDAI FM 94.7 radio stations in Chicago of a very of its very uh, strange history. <laughs> so, uh, so this is Pika Steinus, your host of Van Chicago and Stories. Uh, this uh, episode will be published shortly. And uh, you you can listen wherever podcast is available. Also subscribe. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, uh, also Amazon Music. Also, and uh, I also have my YouTube channel, Dan Chicago Stories. You can um, do a search. You can find it. You can subscribe if you like and listen to the rest of the episodes. And then uh, I will do another podcast uh, sometime next week. We will see. And uh, I will do my other podcast uh, tomorrow, TV Oblivion. That will be episode 18, I believe. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed the show. And so now it's... uh, Thank you for for joining me again. I keep saying that. And uh, so here's a little, so bye-bye for me. And here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye as always. So take it away, Ray. So long, everyone. Take care. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.